Yeah, you, the, the quarterback change for Cody Fajardo has given the Argo defense a rest and hope because in the first half, Jeff Matthews generated six first downs. In that quarter alone, it was seven first downs for Cody Fajardo. Still for Toronto, they, they need more passing yards, don't they, to win this game? Yes, they do. They're going to have to push that ball deep again. I mean, they've got the playmakers to do it. Part of it is time, and they don't have a lot of it back there, but they're going to have to put the ball in the air. You have to in the Canadian Football League at some point. You got a guy like S.J. Green. Give him a 50-50 shot. Start the fourth quarter, second and a yard. Double tight ends are going to sweep to Coombs. Got the edge. Anthony Coombs first down. Runs out at the 29-yard line. Boy, you mentioned those those first those two hits that he took in the first half. I mean, Anthony Coombs took some biggies. And for him to come back in here and can pl play with this confidence, get the edge, and just head upfield like he did, good for him. I mean, he took some monster hits. Bounced back from him back involved again and Marcus Brady told me they're going to keep adding plays with number one as the number one read. Ninth play of the drive for Toronto. And handed off to Coombs inside and down to the 21. So they've got Whitaker who can run Wilder on the bench and Anthony Coombs who can line up at slot and running back and it's like he's going to need a break at the bench for at least one play. Took another knee. That's another hit. Argos three, four ice yeah. bags for Coombs, yeah. Argos three for six on second down conversion, second half. Little play action fake here. It's cross. They convert again on second down as he gets bounced out and... That's Jalen Rogers who made the tackle, but he's been injured. This whole play package completely different than what Jeff Matthews or Ricky Ray would run for the Argo. All out of the riding the side look, all out of this run pass option. Run option there to Whitaker. Nope. Now it's a run option for Fajardo. Nope. He dumps it on the pass to Cross. Run pass options for number 17. Tressman himself has called that before, the ride and decide because the quarterback rides the ball with Whitaker, then either pulls it or gives it to him, and then has a couple of options after that. And can look downfield, but with a running quarterback, you can get it done. First tip to the red zone, the deepest Argo possession of the night now as Rodgers continues to get attention. And while he does, will step aside. Argos knocking at the door here early in the fourth quarter. Bell on TSN is brought to you by the 2017 GMC Sierra Elevation Edition. Get noticed like a pro. Warm night in Montreal. There was a little rain in the forecast. So far, so good. Alouette's defense trying to dig in here. First and 10. Toronto at the 
Elliott, about 13 yard line, straight ahead. It's Whitaker broke a tackle. Chip Cox brings him down around the 11. Six for Whitaker. Option one on the pass run option. Run pass option in this case. Option one, run. Give it to him. And Whitaker does the rest from there, breaks that tackle. And that was Kyrie Sayberry, you're right. Doesn't happen often. He's suggesting we might see option two next. Option two. Federo ran for a touchdown against Calgary. Looking at second and four here. Fakes to Whitaker, throws Declan Cross, but the play's been stopped. Movement, pre-snap movement. And procedure the call. Toronto, number 67, five-yard penalty, remains second down. Jamal Campbell. Was it 57, Tyler Holmes? No, it was, it was, it was yeah, it was Campbell. He was the extra lineman, unbalanced out there. Yep. And Not rocks leading. forward. That step early, takes a touchdown off the board. Rookie, or the second-year man out of York. Now Fajardo wants to call timeout. Timeout called, Toronto. Can't squander this opportunity. And wants to confer on the sidelines with Marcus Brady and Mark Dressman. Argo's unblemished record against the East, 3-0 in jeopardy here tonight. Just the second game against Eastern opponents for the Alouettes. Well, and again, first base place on the line. Been a lot of chatter as SJ Green was riled up at the end of the third quarter. Brandon Stewart seems to be enjoying things. This is the 13th play of the drive. It started at the Argo 25. And it has kept this Alouette defense on the field a long time. Fajardo, time, throws complete, but well short to Coombs. Mincy there. Now with Argo's knocking on the door, does Tressman decide to go for it here? or take the points. It's like they're gonna go for it. Third and five, lots of time left. But Mark Tressman not interested in making it a, a 12 point game. If he can get it to a one score game. Two for two on third down, but nothing like third and five. Load it up, flags fly. Fajardo back to the end zone incomplete. Armonte Edwards oh. is going to get a penalty for yeah. appealing for pass interference. There was another flag before that. In the Argo backfield. So on Sportsmanlike against Edwards. And this will more than likely just mean Mark Trussman sends the field goal unit out. If it's against... Procedure no end. Toronto, that penalty will be declined. After the play, objectionable conduct. Toronto number 10. That 10 yard penalty would be applied after we turn over on down. So it is First a turnover down on Montreal. downs. The penalty against Toronto. 
So the Argos come away empty-handed after a drive that lasted almost seven minutes. So the gamble doesn't pay off for Mark Dressman. And a turnover on downs gives the Alouettes the football inside their own 20. Well, you know, a lot going on there, but the biggest mistake made by Jamal Campbell on the touchdown to cross with an illegal procedure. That's a very avoidable penalty to move early. Don't want to find one villain in all of it, but moves early, took the touchdown off the board, and that pushed him back, and then Montreal gets the stand. Argos last in the CFL in the red zone, 9 for 26. Here's Sutton outside, ridden down by Marcus Ball. Seven. Sorry, Chris, a drive by Darian Durant here basically takes this game and that that last sort of kick right to the midsection of the Argo defense. You know why he went for the major score? But after having the ball that long and coming away empty, it is a, a huge deflator, isn't it? Second down, Sutton again. And he's going to be short. Well, they got defense the stop. gets the stop they need. Two and out. Interesting call on second and, you know, a long three, maybe four yards for Montreal to get, I don't want to say conservative at this point, but you know, a long drive there takes the win right out of any chance or the wind out of the sails of any chance for the Argos on a comeback drive for points. Remember a team that's coming off that come from behind loss by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, 12 points and couple minutes, minute and a half or whatever it was. These two teams will meet again at BMO in eight days. Beatty scoops up the low snap, not a great kick. It'll bounce back on the Alouette side of half, picked up by Martiz Jackson with the no yards. Gonna be terrific fuel position here while pending this flag. Argo shaking up on the play. Women's Rugby World Cup continues Sunday. Team Canada takes on Wales. Action begins at 11.55 a.m. Eastern, 8.55 a.m. Pacific on TSN3. Great field position for Fajardo. And the no yards penalty decline. And still plenty of time. Alouettes know all about. Oh, yeah. Plenty of time. Minute 40 was too much time. Just eight yards net on that last punt. And here's Whitaker down around the 31 has six. But Brandon Whitaker up to 90 yards rushing, mentioned earlier in four previous games against his old team at averaged 85 yards. Yeah, I think Noel Thorpe here is going to start dialing up more sort of run blitzes first and second down and filling all those gaps in this option offense. Short drop, but in the backfield, Whitaker gets it this time. Mincy stepped up again. This time the corner got the worst of 
that collision. Because Whitaker had just enough time to turn. That ball got to him a split second earlier than the early game throw to Anthony Coombs where when he turned, he got popped. You see, I just was able to brace himself. that collision and now they'll send out the field goal unit not going to risk another turnover on downs this time third and two unless something's on it isn't and Hirolahu has the field goal his third of the game makes it a 12 point Montreal lead still more than half the fourth quarter remaining there have been some punishing hits tonight this time the defender got the worst of it. Corey Chamberlain, defensive coordinator for the Argos before the game and, and talking about how the game has changed since the last time he was here. He was, of course, in Saskatchewan, then went down and spent some time with his family at home in between and said it's changed because of the tablets. The tablets mean you can't just have two exotic blitzes and run them from different looks eight, ten times, and an offense won't get will get confused. You can't do that anymore. Back then you could. Now you have to have 16 different blitzes because they look on those tablets and say, "Oh, I see how to block that up." First down. They're staying on the ground here and. It does seem like uh, getting a little conservative. Yeah, and yeah, that's that would be a mistake with eight minutes to go. But you know, I, I found it interesting that the tablet has has created the offense because offenses can look at the play right after the series. They can look at the blitz, and now Corey Chambers got to change the blitz, not just the disguise of it, and run that same blitz three or four times. It's an interesting conversation how the tablets have sort of help the offense make those adjustments. Second and eight. Durant draws them offside, gets a free play. Jeff Finley's going to toss him down, but instead of second and eight, looks like it'll be second and three because of the Durant cadence. That's a veteran quarterback using the hard count again in a crucial situation. And they need to get a drive going. They know how it feels to have a game pulled out from underneath them with a good solid lead. And they don't want that to happen again. The Alouettes need a long drive here not to get conservative, but that hard count's helping them. Unless, unless it. There are offsetting offside penalties. Toronto number 24, Montreal number nine. We'll replay this down. Okay, so it still will be second and eight. Justin Tuggle and Ernest Jackson both offside. Yeah, Ernest Jackson, this was deliberate to give that free pay. Listen. Boy, he's, he's getting that D-line D jumping again, but he had his own man at the same time, and Ernest Jackson jump offside. Alouette's had 210 yards of offense in the first half, just 72 so far in the second half. Trying to convert on second and eight. Time running out. Pressure on. Catch made. First down. Clutch. P.J. Cunningham. Boy, Durant had to step in there, take a hit. And I don't know how he threw this one with this kind of velocity. 
to get it to B.J. Cunningham because the pocket starts to collapse right down the middle and he can't even step through it and follow through on that throw and somehow he gets it to him. Troy just, Davis in his face. Yeah, just look at that. He's getting hit right under the armpit. And look at the accuracy on the throw in a hole. That's big time. Just the third catch for Cunningham, 30 yards in the game. Was sixth in the league in receiving coming in. Here come the Argos again, dialing up heat. Catch made, Ernest Jackson. Wow. At the Argo 50 with Alfred all over him. And Jackson, the first Alouette receiver with a fourth catch on the night. And again, Durant having to retreat and throw back and up and pulls Ernest Jackson back because of that coverage by Marcus Alford. Got nine, second and one. And the Alouettes using as much of the clock as they can. Sutton. Oh, Sutton's gonna get caught behind the line of scrimmage. He's dropped for a loss. Oh, Durant hands on his hips immediately, thinking he trusts his running back for sure. And at that point, Terrell Sutton, that's just a big-time defensive yep. stop by the Argos because second and a yard. I mean, it, you go a yard just over, like a long yard. I'm now, going with Sutton, too. Dallas win held him up. And there's the reaction, like, you're kidding me. Now they've got a punt. They did work it into Argo territory for field position. But the drive abruptly stops. Martiz Jackson. Nothing doing. They've contained him in this game. That's Tyree Hollins with a special teams tackle. Get noticed like a pro. In the 2017 GMC Sierra Elevation Edition. So Hollins good. Punt cover that time to make sure Martise Jackson doesn't flip the field. Both these teams have covered well tonight. They have two great returners and kept them contained so far. Clicking under five minutes to go. Long field, 100 yards away from where Cody Pichardo wants to get the Argos. First down, pressure on, out of the pocket. And Fuller makes the catch, first of the game, and that was a tough one for a first down. It's when you when you need that wingspan. 6'4", 223. Jeff Fuller, I'm not sure how he got this. I mean, this is low and away behind him. Reaches out basically one hand, never uses the left. Wow. Down 11 and a first down. Pajardo pressure and down he goes. Ray Drew gets home for the sack. And the Alouettes have their third of the game. They've been trying to get Ray Drew on the roster. Ratio problems have prohibited it, but one of the reasons they're trying to get big 95 out there. Watch how they try and run a stunt off the edge. Ray Drew going up on the tackle high, and then he just comes off that inside shoulder and goes right to Fajardo, right in the middle of the back. 
Jardo lost the ball but landed back on it. Fortunate for Toronto. Now Percival Molson gets loud. Should have been ruled incomplete pass. We're here, second down. Well, they're going to take the sack away. The ball came loose, and they're going to suggest. Okay, yeah. And well, John Chapelain doesn't like it. He disagrees. He's going to use his final challenge, or his only challenge. Well, and this change was made clearly by the video official that communicating with Al Bradbury Montreal is challenging the previous play of a ruling of an incomplete pass. They fail with a fumble recovered by Toronto with the loss of yardage. This is reviewable. Now it's just a matter of was it incomplete or was it a fumble that was recovered by Toronto behind the line of scrimmage? And if we're if you only have one challenge, is, is the five yards of real estate worth it? Was well, that arm coming forward? Well, and and because I the reason I'm saying it's it's I don't think it is worth it is because this has had to have been made by the video official, which means he looked at the video mm -hmm. and changed the call on the field before they snapped the ball for Al Bradbury, the head of officiating. And in that case, they're looking at the same thing on video, which they just changed. So to challenge this. Does it look like he's trying to get a throw away? But again, it's this is a, a challenge for five yards of real estate. Mm -hmm. And you only get one now. I mean, it's an automatic challenge if if you thought Drew recovered it. Yeah, Ray, Ray Drew hit and that momentum looked like it was going forward. But the, the arm was in the forward passing motion, which is why they changed the call in the first place. Now having After review, the ruling on the field of an incomplete pass is stands. Second down. That was just a challenge where head coach Jacques Chapdelaine just didn't agree with it. Yeah. Didn't I want agree with you guys it. to get it right. Yeah, didn't agree with it, and let's look at it again because I disagree. It was a fumble, but you know he had control when the arm was moving forward. Oh, it's second and ten. Fajardo on a roll, got a block, takes off, and took a hit from a bear. Yeah. Gets up close enough to the first down and then a flag. And Whitaker upset with Kai Bear. And will there be more flags? He's a runner. Now you hear the Alouette saying he's a runner. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. That's a high tackle up around the head, and that'll be called every time. And a bear, you go back, and he plays to the echo of a whistle. And don't get me wrong, like, there's a lot to like about his game, but there are there's a sliver that you don't, and this is it. And you go back to a hit similar to this on John Cornish in Calgary. But Cornish out of the, the game and, and missed a bunch after it. He's done this before, Kyrie Bear. It's a high tackle up around the head, and it'll be called unnecessary roughness. There it 
Davis. Flag come down here. A long pass for S.J. Green incomplete. Flag at the line of scrimmage. Offside, Montreal, number 91. Five-yard penalty remains first down. Three-minute warning. Jesse Joseph offside will be first and five. And the game still in doubt here. Fargo's moving the football at the three-minute warning. But uh, a penalty there that uh, when you watch the replay, you'll know why. And yeah, Guy Bear may be fine for this as well. Yeah, I, I think you'll be lighter in the in the pocketbook for this. That's leading with the crown of your helmet, direct shot to the head. It doesn't matter if Cody Fajardo is a running back. He ducked his chin, led with the crown of his helmet. There'll be supplemental discipline guaranteed and a fine. And he doesn't have to do that. Just tackle him out of bounds. So much to like about Kyrus A. Bears game. That's not part of it. Still playing at a high speed at 36 years of age. It's first and five. Whitaker the catch. And Whitaker bumped there by A. Bear. Gets up with a first down. Mincy first contact. But Brandon Whitaker's had a solid night. 90 yards running. And that's his fourth catch. Yeah, and he got into a pushing match with Kyrus A. Bear after the hit on Fajardo. And a bear hustled over there to get into part of this one, and they were kind of smiling coming back, and there's two guys battling. They play next week again. And they're just setting the tone, and away goes Fajardo through an arm tackle and dives for another first down inside the Alouette 40. Kairose Bear on the blitz that time gets picked up, so he can't be searching for that big hit and tackle. Thought it was a first down. They mark him just short. Now it is a first down. Can the Argos in this last 2-12 bring back reminders of what happened the last time the Alouettes played? And if they can, if they can find the major, that starts to plant that self-doubt in Montreal's head. That's what happens. Fajardo to pass to the far side. Peyton the catch. Mincy bounces him out. Looks like eight on that, maybe nine. Second and short once again. Cody Fajardo's got to start calling. He's on the line and, and get up there and, and get him running and snapped. What was it, 12 points against Winnipeg in a minute 40. They're trying to get the call in from Noel Fort. And off to Whitaker, he's got another first down. But if they can score on the next play or two, yeah. the short kick doesn't have to be the automatic option, although I guess they're getting close to that right now. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, you know, another 10 to 20, and you're looking at onside kick for sure. But we should say this is a team that has not scored a major yet tonight against this stout Alouette defense. Ray yeah. Drew yeah. getting helped off here. 
One that was called back to penalty, but you're right. That's a long 24 yards. First and 10. Fajardo, quick hitter, and that was batted down. John Bowman gets his hands on the football. It's amazing when the game becomes those big plays. When the game is on the line, you keep calling the same guys' names. And number seven throughout his unbelievable 12-year career is, has been one of those guys. Just when it's on the line, when it's real important, John Bowman makes a play. There's one. 188 games, 115 sacks, 25 of them against these Argos. Check that out. One more tonight. Pajardo into the end zone. Fuller brings it down. Touchdown. There is a flag. Cody Pajardo, it's a holding call against Toronto. Another touchdown is coming back. Illegal block. Hands to the face, Toronto number 54. 10-yard penalty, remains second down. It's on Bowman. Chris Van Zyla, Alouette draft choice back in 2007, draws the flag. Yeah, Chris Van Zyla up here, and there's John Bowman right there. Two veterans, and again, Bowman drawing the penalty. Van Zyl getting in that set, that pass pro, and then you can see both hands, first the right, then the left, up in the chin and face mask. Of Bowman. 12-year vet against a nine-year veteran. So it's second and 20. Pajardo slinging again, and this one through the hands of Mincy incomplete. Now it's third and 20. And three doesn't help them. Great go out. With over the top help. What's Mark Trestman got? Third and 20. From the Alouette, 33. A play to stay alive. Pajardo's got a scramble. Now sets his hip, throws end zone, and it's dropped. Dropped in the end zone by Khalil Payton on a terrific throw by Fajardo. Cody Fajardo really, this was their only option. If he could get outside, use his legs to get outside, and this was the plan for him from the beginning. Watch how he's just going to take this shotgun snap, and then it's immediate spin move. One, two, spin out of there to get himself out on the edge so that he can buy his receiver some time to come back. He had it. He had it set up and a drop. Chip Cox there defensively, but what Peyton? Boy, he ran into Tyree Hollins. They're both taking their time getting up, and Fajardo can't believe it. Well, that's an athletic play by the quarterback to now, deliver yeah. that football. Now, having said that, even if they score, there's a few yep. plays that need to be made for this Argo team to make the miraculous comeback. And Montreal, believe me, has learned their lesson from their last game against Winnipeg. Pajardo, 10 of 16 for 75 yards. The Argos with 142 yards passing on the night. Number one coming in. 
with an average of 356. So not even half what they normally get with that guy at the controls. And it'll be another interesting week with the same opponent heading to Toronto. I think we know who starts next week if it's not right. Ricky Ray. Right. Sixty-nine seconds left. The third turnover of the game. Alouettes were minus six in the giveaway takeaway category. Last in the league, but plus three here tonight. Darian Durant at 2:37, and not sure he's going to throw another pass tonight, is he? Hands it off here to Ernest Jackson. Probably not. But I was interested to see that number because the last time he threw for three straight games at over 300 was 2013 when he walked away with the cup over his head. 18 of 27, 237 tonight and two touchdowns. Real nice one to Ernest Jackson early. It's been under control the entire time. Pass Tom Burgess early in the game. Then Sam Echeverry in the all-time list. All he cares about right now is getting them back in the win column after four losses in five games. Going a chance if they can get both Montreal. And it's a tall order. They're going to go back to Toronto and play again next week, but they can get both and start to separate in the division. A lot of talk has been about the two divisions and how they're different. For the Eastern Division, what matters is their division. Getting first and second place in their division is what matters to them right now, and that's what's on the line here tonight and next week. Move even with the Argos in wins. They will have first place playing one fewer game. And again, they'll meet again in eight days. Milt Stiegel, I think, was warning people not to sleep on these Alouettes. Team that had been overlooked in the early going, breakup champions. And I think a lot of people thought Hamilton would be contenders. Not as much talk about Montreal, but they're on top. And number four is leading the way. Ball game here, 21 to 9. Mark Trestman's return, not victorious to the city where he led. The Alouettes to two great cup championships. 